to uh, welcome to the show. She's a, a news reporter. She's been a news anchor. She's done just about everything in, in the business, and she's written a fascinating book. It's called Water Cooler, a behind-the-scenes and off-the-record, the untold stories uh, from broadcasters. We're joined now by Elizabeth Sanchez from out in the San Diego today. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, Doug. I'm fine. Good. Uh, you're out in beautiful, sunny California today, and you've kind of worked around, uh, around the country in the business. You've put in your time, haven't you? <laughs> I have, yes. I started my television career in a small market, Yuma, Arizona. So, yes, they used to call it, uh, they probably still do, the armpit of America. <laughs> you know, lost my time there, so. You talk about how uh, most of us have done the same thing. I'm primarily in radio, but a little bit of television. But uh, you have to start, if you don't live in, in, a, in a market which gives you an opportunity, you have to move away sometimes, don't you, to a smaller market. Right, absolutely. And, you know, I grew up in Southern California, and at first I thought, oh, I, I don't want to leave. I don't want to go to a small market. I didn't want to go away from my family. But I, I am so glad I did, because I have met so many wonderful people in different parts of the country, and especially during my time working for CBS News, traveling, I was based in Dallas, but I traveled all over, including I went to Florida numerous times, and I just, I just enjoyed everybody I've met, and I'm just, I'm, I'm such a better person, I think, because I moved away from my hometown. You did something that I've done as well. You, you started out doing college uh, broadcasting. I guess uh, there where you were, the, the college had a TV station. We had radio, but uh, but similar type of uh, upbringing as far as uh, your college education goes, right? Right, absolutely. I actually um, had did college radio and college television, but at different different colleges um, because, as you said, my my. Uh, my university didn't really have, allow us to be on the radio, so I went to a, a local community college and got on their radio station. So I was able to have that experience, and my internship was also in radio. But, um, you know, there's, it's, and, and in one of the stories in uh, Water Cooler, Sandra Gonzalez talks about her transition from radio to television and what that was like the entire day. Let's talk a bit about the book called Water Cooler, and, and a lot of people in here, some I have, I've uh seen on TV, some I haven't, but you have great stories as some of these reporters have, have written some of their experiences in the field. Uh, how did you get them all together? Are these people you've worked with in the past, or did you just kind of call them up and say, this is an idea I had? You know, these are, all of these people are basically people who I know personally. They're all my friends. And I, you know, called them up and said, yeah, here's, here's an idea I, I have, and I would love to to have you be a part of it, and I, I basically compared it to Chicken Soup for the Soul. It's like Chicken Soup for the Soul meets broadcast news. <laughs> and, you know, the thing is that I wanted some other reporters that I didn't know. You know, I tried to reach out to people I did not know, and I was actually turned down, and I think it was because of the economy the way it is. A lot of people are concerned about their jobs and didn't want to do anything to bring attention to themselves that may make a news director let go of them. So that was a little difficult, getting um, the number of reporters that I wanted to get. I had tried to get much more reporters that actually end up appearing in the book. And also, you know, there are, there are some big anchors who, who, you know, we know in this business all have egos. And, and they wanted to save everything for their own book one day. That's right. You know, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Laura Schlesinger had told me about that when I first, because um, she's also part of my book. And yep. when I first told her, she was one of the first people I contacted about this book. And... And she had said, oh, I, I don't know, you're probably going to have a little trouble um, getting um, television reporters to contribute because she says, I don't know too many of them who aren't into themselves. And, you know, I had to remind her, well, I am a television reporter, and, you know, you, you, you're nice to me, and you don't think I'm that way. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, she, 
I have to admit, you know, as always, I guess she she has some good advice, and that was her advice to me to, you know, not to not to necessarily to try and get, you know, all of those reporters who basically turned me down. So, <laughs> um, so it was a little difficult getting getting stories. Chat with Elizabeth Sanchez. The name of the book is A Water Cooler. You, you mentioned earlier about news anchors and 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 the ego sometimes you deal with. There was a uh, he was one of the great anchors. Don't get me wrong here, but uh, on Channel Two in New York, Jim Jensen. But he had a way of, of making his reporters after a story sometimes not feel <laughs> very confident because you always ask them a question on the air and they didn't know right away. He would kind of chastise them on the air. Do you ever have to deal with an anchor like that? You don't have to mention a name if you don't want. But. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I think I think um, you know not too often. I have to say, but. I have dealt with that on one or more occasions where maybe maybe the anchor just tries to outsmart you, so they try to do more research. And, you know, it, I'll tell you when it's really difficult. It's really difficult when it's a breaking news story and um, you're on the air so much and somebody is trying to um, get information like an anchor. Um, for instance, you know, during, I covered recently the Michael Jackson death and there was so much misinformation, I have to say, coming out um, when that story was hitting as far as, um, you know, someone was going to take over his, his tour and, you know, um, I think um, ABBA was going to, you know, step in or the Jackson 5 were going to report, you know, minus Michael. And, and, you know, all those stories were coming out and I even got asked about that on the, on the air and, and I was, you know, I just had to basically say, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's not what I'm hearing here. I'm covering his death, and that's not what I'm hearing. That's right. So. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing like live broadcasting or live news. I think that's when, when television is at its best, but, but there are those moments where it can be a little hairy sometimes, right? Right, absolutely. And especially maybe when you're covering an emotional story, mm -hmm. because you have to remain composed. And I talk about that in Watercolor, about a story um, in South Carolina, Susan Smith, the South Carolina mother who drowned her two little boys. And, you know, from the very beginning, you know, we, we believed her. We thought someone kidnapped her two children. And we were reporting that, and we were trying to help, help authorities find these two little boys. And then when it all comes out, you know, you're there covering the story for weeks, for days, and it all comes out, and then you feel so betrayed. And you have to, you know, remain composed, and you just, you know, you really you feel like just, you know, crying on a story on a situation like that that you... But, you know, you try your best just to, to bring the viewers the facts and the information as, as it happens. You talk about in the book, uh, Water Cooler, also the state of, uh, of the news business, both uh, television and, and radio as well. Uh, we all know what's happening with, with cutbacks. Uh, are you optimistic about it, and, and, and where do you see it going? You know, I, I am optimistic because there, there's so much as far as the Internet and as far as, um, you know, social media and, and people still... You know, as an industry, there, there are still avenues for people to report and tell their stories and, and, and you know, bring viewers, listeners, you know, readers information. But, but oh, it, you know, it, it is a shame that everyone's doing more with less and uh, people are making cutbacks because of the economy. And um, I, I think, you know, for anybody getting into this business, I would say, you know, learn to do it all. I think um, one, of the, one of the reporters in, in my book, Watercolor, talks about doing it all and then some and trying to, you know, not only do weather, but reporting and anchoring and writing and producing and, and making yourself more valuable. I, I think I, as the industry as a whole, um, I think the passionate people, 
you know, and, and I think I heard this too when I first got into the business, that the passionate people, the people who really wanted to be on the radio or be on television as a journalist to, or to help people and report the news and do a service to viewers versus those who just want to be on radio or just want to be on television. Mm. So I think those people will make it. Um, but I think they're, you know, it's hard to say. You know, there, in a sense, there are fewer jobs in, in the traditional radio and television stations, but then the 24-hour cable stations, the Internet, social media, those are providing more opportunities for people. There's nothing like being in a newsroom, right? The, the banter in there, some of it cannot be said on TV or radio, but, but that's a fun place to be in, isn't it? <laughs> it is a fun place to be in. It, it is exciting, and I think uh, this, uh, you know, Water Cooler gives viewers that opportunity to, to, to get a peek inside and, and a, a look, because, because it is, it's very exciting. Well, it's a fascinating book. Anybody who uh, follows the news uh, on any level is going to be interested in, in hearing from, oh, I guess about a dozen different uh, reporters that uh, have submitted uh, some of their uh, favorite stories about uh, what they've covered. It's called Water Cooler. We've been talking with Elizabeth Sanchez. And Elizabeth, you want to direct the website to get the book? Uh, ElizabethSanchez.net. Um, or you can get it on Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com, but ElizabethSanchez.net can direct you in that direction. Well, Elizabeth, I appreciate you taking a few minutes today, and we'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Great. Thank you so much, Doug. I'm Stan Brock. 30 years ago, I formed Remote Area Medical to help people overseas. But then we found generations of families in America isolated by poverty from the healthcare they need. Together, we can take dental, vision, and medical help to a million adults and their kids right here at home in the United States of America.